hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid, and I am super excited uh, to have a special guest for you guys today. This is a human that I've been following for, I, I don't know, maybe two years now, I want to say two, maybe three years. Um, so I found this amazing person on uh, Instagram, actually, and the beginning of her, um, I want to call it a movement now, like in the beginning of her movement. Um, and I remember when it was such a baby little, like it was just a little baby project. And now it's become this gigantic um, community. And so I'm really, really excited for her to share this community with you guys and how she built it and why it's important and all of that good stuff. Um, and so I'm really excited to introduce you guys to Tansy, who is the, uh, I don't know, are you like a CEO now? Like, I the, guess so. <laughs> the CEO of the Turnip Squad. Um, so super, super excited to have you. Thank you so much for coming on here and chatting with our people about um, what this movement's about and all that good stuff. So um, if you want to start out a little bit on what is the Turnip Squad, who are you, and all that good stuff. Sure. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so, yeah. So, actually, so I grew up playing sports. And, like, I played college basketball, and I really think, like, that shaped me into who I am. And it was kind of like as soon as that ended and I entered the real world and I wasn't a basketball player anymore, I was like, whoa, who am I without this identity of who I've always been? And I was, um, I was just kind of lost. And, um, you know, I, I then became a school teacher and that was amazing. And I was, I became a school teacher so I could continue to have basketball in my life as a coach. And, um, I learned a lot throughout that, but there was always something inside of me that was like, you know, as I'm sure, I mean, anyone on this podcast, I would assume has that feeling of like, I want more and I want to do more. And, um, I didn't know what that looks like. Um, I just knew that I had to chase it. And so eventually I, um, dabbled, not dabbled. I, went all in with network marketing. And um, because of network marketing, I was able to earn an income that allowed me to quit my job and explore the ways that I can inspire and do more like I wanted to. And um, one day I remember I, you know, I personally think network marketing is a vessel to build your own brands. Like you can use it as a tool to impact the world the way you want to impact it and by being you. And I'm so obsessed with that. But, um, one day as I was, you know, building my brand throughout the years, I just went, I had, I had a following and I went on there and I was like, I want to do a 30 day workout program. And I've always been into dance fitness. That was a way that I kind of attracted my people to me. Like I had a, I have a YouTube channel, um, where, um, we do, we work out and we dance and it's literally my favorite thing in the whole entire world. And, um, so I went on there and I was like, I haven't had a lot of people who have been asking me about my workouts. And, um, I thought it'd be cool if I did a 30 day challenge of like me coaching you through my workouts and we kind of transform together. What do you think? No pressure, but you're going to have to pay for it because I need you to have skin in the game. So that you're, in, you're invested in what we're doing. And so I started collecting money and I was like, Oh shoot, I got to come up with a workout plan. <laughs> and 
um, the thing is, is I knew that I was going to give them everything I had. I knew that I knew how to coach. I knew how to teach. I knew what my passion was. And I just went in with that. So like it was messy action, but it was action. And um, then all of a sudden we did another 30 day challenge. And then all of a sudden I did another 30 day challenge. And then all of a sudden I was selling out challenges and all of a sudden I had so many workouts that I had to find a place to put them and I had to build a website. And I, I kept asking my people, what do you want more of? What can I do here? I brought them along for the ride of building this empire of women transforming their lives. And all of a sudden here I am. (laughs) And, um, it has become so much more than just dance fitness. Like I think it started with giving people a fun way to work out and transform their bodies. And then the coach in me, um, really allowed it, the space to be a place where I challenge them and their, their mentality. I challenge them their and their strengths and their weaknesses and the way they look at the world and the way that they look at themselves. And so it has become so much more than a workout because it is a place where women can explore who they are today. And, and if there's someone else tomorrow, they can explore that too. Like the, the changing of the mind, the evolving, um, it's a place that I think that is really important for us. And we forget about, like, we think that we've become a mom or, you know, again, I became an adult after being a basketball player. And it's like, you think you have to act a certain way, be a certain way, do a certain thing. And um, I think that we stop exploring what we're passionate about and what sets our soul on fire so that we can give more. And so, yeah, long story longer, that's where I'm at. (laughs) So, um, like I said, when I started following you, it was like, literally, I remember just like 30 day challenges that were selling out like immediately. Like you were like, you need to get your email in on this day at this time, or you're not going to get in. And there was like cutoff dates and stuff. So I think that's where I came in. And now like, I mean, obviously not right the second because of COVID, but like you have been traveling everywhere and doing these huge, like, what are you doing? Like how, like, what is all of that? (laughs) So the cool thing is that through creating these workouts of dance fitness, like, and again, I went into it not knowing what it was going to be. And I, that's like a huge message of mine. Like I, and I, I heard, I don't know if you know Trent Shelton, but I heard he spoke on our call the other night and he, and I, one of the questions was, what's your vision for your next 10 years or what, what, you know, what's, what does the next step look like? And he was like, I challenge you to have a vision, but not be too, too stuck on that vision. Because if you're so stuck on your vision of what you want, you don't let yourself open to what the possibility of what could happen um, by being open to what could be next that you don't even know is there. And so I, again, I, I just shared my heart. I shared my, my passions and my strength for dance fitness. And all of a sudden it turned into like this thing that I could define and it was, okay, turn up is this, this, and this, it's this type of workout. Here's the formula. Here is the way that I can teach in so now I'm starting to build these leaders within the squad and they're like, I want to teach what you teach. 
And so I was able to then, instead of it just being me being a coach and spreading this message, um, I've been able to develop these leaders um, and train them to now be instructors of turn up dance fitness in their own community and do live classes there. And as of right now, virtual classes all over the place, which will hopefully change soon. And just um, giving them a platform to have their own voice and their own movement. And, and, and so I travel around and I, I do master classes myself, but then I, I do trainings on and they and certify them to teach turn up dance fitness. That's so freaking cool. That's <laughs> so cool. Uh, I love that you brought up Trent Shelton because he actually just trained on our team Zoom a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and everybody fell in love with him mm-hmm. because his voice is just so like steady and like I I don't his his story is so cool. But um, I love yeah. that you. I challenge you to have a vision, but don't be stuck on it. And it's like, I think a lot of people get into, get into their life and like, they think that it's supposed to be like, you know, you go to college and then you go, you get married and then you have kids and then you just like live this life as like a parent. And um, I love that you're challenging that and really just like allowing people to be open, open to opportunities. Yeah, for sure. So that's really cool. Um, I want to take it back to something you said after the first question. You said you believe that network marketing is to build a personal brand. Um, And I agree with that as well. It's really like a vessel. It's a cash cow to create something for yourself. And so um, I'd love to hear some like personal branding tips that you have. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, gosh, where to begin? I think number one, the beauty of network marketing is that you get to show up as you where you're at right now and just share that journey. And you're literally building a brand without even realizing it by showing the real, like the highs, the lows, um, by showing what you're passionate about in that moment And allowing, allowing your people to know, like you're, you, by you sharing your journey, honestly, you're building an audience that is going to know, like, and trust you for whatever it is that you're going to sell them. And for me, it's important for me that like, right now, my passion is turn up dance fitness, but two years from now, if I want to write a book, I need to know that my people are going to, that that's going to jump off the shelves the same way turn up dance fitness jumps off the shelves. And, um, so it's not about the product. It's about, this is, this is what's so cool about our world today is that literally by you doing more for yourself and figuring out things that work for you, you can then turn that into a package and sell that shit. Like, if you figure out how to get, have energy or, or lose weight and, and, or how to be more organized or how to do your hair or, you know, um, as you become more, you can give more. I'll say that again, as you become more, you can give more, which then in turn allows you to build your brand and sell more, which, and, and how cool of a thing 
to sell something that you're passionate about because you know it's made a difference for you. Um, but I also, a huge thing for me in regard to building a personal brand is, again, not attaching your brand to a product, but rather a mission. And that is why I've been successful is because no matter what I'm doing, I mean, I've done network marketing. I've done my own thing. I've, um, you know, I've done all these different things. I started as a teacher, but even when I was a teacher, not, not having my own business, my mission was the same. And I sold kids every day on what I was teaching them in class because my mission was, was bigger than the product of, okay, you're going to write in complete sentences today, but I need you to know the reason why and why it's so important. And the mission behind you having the discipline to care about these things, you know, or teaching them how to be better people in class. Like, so I think that knowing, attaching whatever you're doing to a mission is so important. And that's, what's going to keep your business thriving. I love that. I love that. You don't have to sell people your product. You just have to sell them your mission, right? Nova. Right. <laughs> and you have to be the mission. Right. Yes. I think that's important too. I love that. Oh, that's really cool. So your mission with the turnip squad, like you said earlier, is just like being able to show up as you are, right? Or is it like deeper than that? Yeah, I think it's being able to show up as you are and being able to have a space to evolve in what you want to be. It's also a space to hold yourself accountable to be the things that you know you can be. Um, so I think being kind with yourself and showing up as you are is so important, but also it's a place where you're surrounded by women who are going to challenge what, what you thought was truth. They're going to challenge your perspective as a human. They're going to challenge your past experiences, your future experiences. They're going to challenge the effort you're putting in and they're going to hold you accountable to what you know you're capable of, not what they know you're capable of. You asking that question yourself, me versus me every day, am I giving my best? And also the turn up squad is a beautiful place to celebrate all those things. Like the, the amount when the, when you, and I'm sure you can thoroughly relate to this, but when you have a squad of women who have your back and are like, hell yeah, you, you're killing it. You're doing this, this, and this. It's amazing. The things that you feel like you can do. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely can relate to that. I love that. And so like, I love that you, I, how do I say this? I love that the turnip squad is not about TNC. It's about the people in the turnip squad. It's about like you creating that space so that everybody has that girl gang. Yes. Oh yes. On any given day, you probably would not know that I'm the CEO of that, of, of the turnip squad. And I purposely want that. Like, and that's, that's another, uh, I mean, I guess a, a tip that I have or a, a thing I would say is like, let, let go of the control of being in charge and give other people opportunity to, and you, you have to be very clear on your mission, but then you have to give other people the opportunity to lead with you and find their voice. I love because, that. 
then the, the power behind that is just ridiculous. So like, how do you, like, do you have any tips for letting people, I know that like giving up the control is really hard, especially when you feel like, you know, you, nobody can see me doing this, but I'm doing air quotes, you know, everything, right? Like you, I'm the leader. I created this. I know everything. Like how do you allow your, your team to be a part of that? Like, how do you, do you take like their suggestions or like, yeah. Yeah. So I think again, it goes back to creating a safe space to where they feel like they can tell you what they need. Um, and you actually listening. Like, I think a lot of times listening is, is the thing that none of us are doing right now (laughs) in the world today. Like just shut the up and listen. Am I allowed to swear on here? I don't know. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, but that's, that's something I have to continually work on too. Like is just listening and then not only listening, but being open to the idea of what they're saying. Um, but I think too, like, so it's, it's, it's creating that space where they feel that they can explore being a leader even like, Mm-hmm. How can, how can you create a safe space within your community, within your team, where they feel that they have just the amount of power that you do to make an influence? And I'm, I'm constantly telling my people, like, the way you show up and the way you don't show up matters to every single person in this squad. And um, so they know the power that they have in the way they show up. So I think continuously challenging them on that. Um, and I think acknowledging the people who are doing it and, and celebrating them loudly, which again, all these things I can do better. I, I say this and I try to do these things, but I know that I need to do better at all of them because life is, you know, you're just always trying to get better at it. But I do know this is something I need to do but, um, acknowledging the people and, and giving them opportunities. So like on, for so here are some things that I do. Like on Fridays, we have turn up squad Ted talks and, um, a squad member will go live and speak as if they're giving a Ted talk on something that's important to them. And they, they get so freaking nervous because they're speaking to the whole squad, but, and they've literally, they could run away they, if they wanted to, but they show up, they share their heart and they speak on something that's important to them. And then afterwards they have this newfound confidence of how their voice matters and how it can make an impact. And so giving the, giving them the opportunity to even fail, I think is important. Um, I mean, and we have calls on Sunday nights where I let people lead it, which again, relinquishing control means creating a space where people can be okay with silence, with uncomfortable pauses, with speaking too long. Like I'm, I promise you there've been times where I've let people speak and they're, they've been like, all right, but they have to get through that to be able to find their voice. And as a leader, you have to let them get through that. Like, I think we so much don't want them to fail, but like, like the other night on our Sunday night call, a girl spoke and she was like, I just don't have the confidence that a lot of you have. And I 
applaud her for, I applauded her for speaking up and saying that, but then I challenged her on that and I, I, she, she couldn't answer the things I was asking her. And so I think that being able to be a leader who, who is un, who is comfortable with being uncomfortable yourself and, and in challenging that in others is super important too. I love that. I love that. So like basically, oh, I had something I was going to say. I forget now anyway. Um, but like, I love that you are, it's, it, it is that safe space to like challenge people, giving them that space, safe space to fail forward. I love that you talked about that so many times. Like you're giving people that space to fail so that like when they go out into like the real world where it's a little bit scarier, like they're a little bit more confident. Um, and so I think that's really important. I think that's really cool. Yeah, for sure. So um, what is your vision for the turnip squad? Like, I know you said, you know, don't have a vision, but don't stick too, too much to it. But like, what is your vision? Yeah. Um, what's crazy is I feel like everyone's vision for their lives has been challenged recently (laughs) and what they thought was real. So, or what they thought the world was going to look like. And, um, I think that I go back to whatever state I'm in, the person I'm trying to become, um, whatever is happening in the world and whatever I see is happening with the people who are, who are in the squad, like just paying attention to all those things and being able to package up whatever it is that they need and provide it constantly and being able to pivot and, and change direction while still growing an empire of people who are pivoting together. Um, I obviously want to grow it as big as I possibly can, but at the same time, I feel like I'm also having the constant battle of keeping it exclusive and um, special for the people who are really there to work and not just show up for at-home workouts because they can't go to the gym. Like I'm, I'm not inviting, I mean, those people are welcome for sure. But the thing is, is I want people who are really there to put in the work and I'm okay with, I'm okay with claiming that. Um, and, um, so I, I think working at keeping it exclusive, I mean, the turn up instructor thing, uh, we've been doing, I've been doing for about eight months. And so just continuing to empower instructors and grow instructors is something I want to do. Um, so yeah, I think I just, my, my constant goal is to grow myself and then be able to give more, whatever that looks like. So I think what's really cool about what you said is that you like, basically I'm just, I'm summarizing and paraphrasing, but like, you're not willing to trade your morals and your mission for money. Right. And I think that's really like, that's an important message to get out, especially like a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are in network marketing. And so I think a lot of times there's, there's the beautiful side of network marketing that you, that you hope is very prevalent. It's like, you know, the sisterhood or the family or whatever, but there's also the side of network marketing where it's like people are stabbing each other in the back and stealing your customers and just not doing very like, um, 
moral things and like that's not that's not prevalent on our team specifically but like in as the industry in general and so I think that's really important to really point out that you said was that like it's it's not about the money it's about the mission it's about the morals it's about the community and I think if you opened the turnip squad to everybody you would end up diluting that culture right right and that is it I mean, as a network marketer, you want to grow your team, right? Especially from the beginning, like you want a team to speak to, you want a team to work with, but at the same time, like you want to, I think having that mentality of like, I get to choose who I work with and I get to, I need to know what you want in order for me to give you my energy and time. Like that's even more powerful. So what are some, like, I think I think culture is the word that I've been looking for. Like what are, you know, when I think of Tansy as a brand, I think of this like loud, unapologetic twerking, like you do, you baby kind of girl, but like what, how do you create that culture and how do you ripple that culture through your whole community? Um, Hmm. So I think you create that culture by be, by being the culture that you want to be. Like you literally just have to be it so hard. So like, um, what was, there's a quote I was just reading. Uh, the world is changed by your example, not by your opinion. I, um, I just wrote that quote down and I feel like, you can talk about culture, you can talk about creating a movement, but like you have to be that, whatever it is that you want it to be all the time. And then uh, organically and like without even realizing it, you're giving permission to everyone else to do the same. But like you have to really, really like dig deep into yourself and be like, am I doing, am, am I being the culture that I want my, that I want to attract, that I want to build. Um, and, or am I just being what I think I'm supposed to be, you know, like, um, so uh, this whole quarantine thing has definitely, I think made, especially the people in my community step back and be like, not only saying like, do I want this? Is this something I want? But why do I want it? Like, do I want this because I think I'm supposed to, because I think that, um, it's going to make everyone else happy. Or is this something I really want for me and, and being okay, like with being that, um, I, I just think realness is so important. Um, I also think again, it goes back to creating a, space where people are welcomed as they are, but challenged to be more like, so finding ways that you can create a culture where it's like, people are celebrating the shit out of you right now as you are. Um, but then also like being the people that inspire you to tap into what you're capable of. Um, I I think of it as like my, even outside of the turnip squad, but like just a simple turnip class. Like if I show up to my class 
and I walk in the door and I'm getting the music ready. Like the people, you know, you can feel the culture within that class already. People are talking to each other. People are hugging each other. People, um, and I'm, I'm creating situations before class even begins. Like people think they, that you walk into a, a, a dance fitness class and with turn up, like we know that we're setting the tone, we're creating the culture before we even push play on the workout. And so like the people from the front are going to the back to welcome the people to the back. Like I have to set the expectation that this is a safe space. Like you have to constantly be aware of all those things that you're doing before you're even pushing play on the, the simple workout. So for example, when it comes to network marketing, like you're okay, you're selling a product, but what are, what are the little things you're doing for people to make them feel that they can be a part of the culture? Um, yeah. I don't know if that was a good answer, but I feel like no, that was kind perfect. of perfect. It was all over the place, but I think that again, there were so many good tips in there. And I remembered what I was going to say earlier is that you give people a sense of responsibility over the turnip squad. Yes. Yes. So, like it's not, it's not the Tansy show. It is the turnip squad and everybody is responsible for the culture and everybody is responsible for the team and the mission and all of that. And so I think that's, I think that's really cool. I think you've said that in a roundabout way a few times. Good. now. So. I'm glad that that's what, that is exactly what I've been trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just giving people a little bit of responsibility over it's, it's like you said, like nobody would know you're the CEO on any given day because it's everybody's team. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. Um, especially, I mean, you can relate to that to whatever you want to do with whether it's network marketing or whether it's starting your own company, it's, when you right. give people a sense of responsibility over what you're trying to create, and like you're not, it takes a, I think it takes a load off of you. Right. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. And, um, yeah. And it's like, you're putting pressure on yourself as the coach to get everybody to a place. And it's like, actually, no, it's, it's your job to do this, this, and this. And I'm going to sit back in silence. And if, if that's uncomfortable, I'm going to let that be uncomfortable and you're going to figure it out. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I literally like think that's so important to just as a leader, you have to, you have to be okay with making people feel uncomfortable. And I think that's the freaking problem with the world. One of the problems we have 75 million, hundred thousand problems with our world today. But one of the problems is that like, everyone thinks they deserve a first place trophy and um, everyone thinks they are entitled to, you know, rankings or whatever without, wait, where was I going with that? Oh, and you don't want to make people feel bad about not doing enough. <laughs> and it's like, yes, be kind, be gentle, be loving. But, but like, I'm the coach that's going to be like, actually, I know you can do better. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to ask you to ask yourself this. And I'm not afraid to do that. I'm not afraid. We're afraid to push people away, especially in network marketing, because we're like, finally, we have someone's attention. Finally, someone wants to talk to me about this and you want to just do everything that they need. But it's like, you, 
you have to be willing to make people uncomfortable. And the thing is, is we think that people don't want that. We think that people want to just be loved and as they are, but people want to be challenged. Like people want to be pushed. People want you to make them uncomfortable and they don't know that they want that until after they're uncomfortable and they see the other side, but you have to give them the opportunity to feel that and, and move forward with it. So I think we've danced around this subject a little bit, um, through this whole podcast, but like with, with the whole movement going on right now, the whole black lives matter movement going on right now. Um, I think what's really stood out to me. Um, and I think, you'll probably agree with this as well, but like what's really stood out to me is that, like you said, a lot of people are afraid to be questioned, afraid to be, to make other people uncomfortable. And so they're not saying anything, right? These, these influencers, these plat, these people with these huge platforms aren't saying anything because they're afraid of um, pushing people away. And what I have noticed personally, because I decided to speak out for this movement. I decided to, you know, I made a podcast about the whole Black Lives Matter movement and I, I've put it on my Instagram. It's been everywhere. Um, is that I have found that I'm pulling people, my people closer, right? It's the, the people that thought that I wouldn't speak out, the people that thought that I wouldn't use my platform are like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like, I respect you so much more now. And so I think that's, I don't mean to like, you know, capitalize on that at all but it's just a it's something that i've noticed is that as you become more authentically yourself and as you become someone who's willing to speak out for what you believe in you attract your people and that's what's important right totally like it goes i think it goes back to like what you said about like you know not willing you're not willing to compromise your morals and your mission right for money and so i think that a lot of what you've said is kind of danced around that subject and so I wanted to kind of like bring it all together (laughs) yeah I mean that's definitely on my heart on all of our hearts and the question is what can you do to be a part of the solution and to me that's always been the question and so but at the same time we have to be willing to get uncomfortable to say okay I thought I was doing good, but can I do better? And no, you don't deserve a first place trophy for posting something on your social media. No, you don't deserve a first place trophy for whatever. Like you, we, in every situation and especially right now, like how you don't like, how can you do better? Period. Period. question mark but period (laughs) I love that and I love that like you I think you challenge that in everything that you do is that like how can you do better yeah and I think that's why you know as a white girl I question my my place to say anything but then I question my 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 place to not say anything because that's always what I stand for so if you always stand for doing the right thing, which I'm pretty sure from what I've seen, most people that I am seeing are really standing up for what's right. Then you, you gotta speak on it. Whatever that looks like to you. Because speaking up doesn't always necessarily look the same. 
I, I agree. That's also, I think, an important message to get out there is that, like any way you want to speak up for, I mean, it's not just this movement. It's literally anything you believe in. Like, yeah, any, any way you want to speak on it is how you should do it and how you should show up. And there's different, I think I posted a meme about this. There's, there's different lanes um, of like, of activism and like of speaking out and like whatever lane you fall into, like we need people in each lane. We need people on social media. We need people protesting. We need people donating. We need people, you know, every, every lane needs to be fulfilled. And so like, that's whatever you feel you need to do to, to speak out for whatever you believe in right. is, is, um, is, I think is valid and, and important. Yeah. So. yeah, definitely. The bottom line is it hasn't, it's not enough. <laughs> it never, so do more period, whatever that looks like. I love that. And so I think, uh, the last question that I have for you is just kind of like, how do you like, how do you keep challenging yourself to do better? Because it, it's like, I've watched this empire grow over the last couple of years. And I, I know from like what I've seen on social media and stuff is that you are always challenging for better. And like, it's, you're never getting complacent. And so I like, if somebody was to ask you, like, how do you, how do you make, how do you, how do you not get complacent? How do you not get comfortable? Like, what would you say? Wow. That's a really good question. Um, my first reaction to that is that that's just who I am. Like that, I, I don't know that that's something you can teach. Like you either have that shit or you don't. Like I, I am the type of person who I was the one diving on the floor for the loose balls when I played basketball. Like I was the one trying to get first place every time we did a sprint. Like, so it's, it's, it's challenging your mentality, I think. And like, and being like, um, am I, am I going through the motions or am I, you know, like, am I the hardest worker in the room? Like it, it it's having, it's having a chip on your shoulder and constantly reminding yourself why you have that chip on your shoulder. Like sometimes I have to go to my a dark side and be like, this person fucked me over. This person didn't believe in me. I, I let myself down here. And, and sometimes I go there and that's, that's what launches me forward. And I'm like, okay, that's my motivation today. Sometimes it's looking at my squad and seeing the love and the, the light that's going on in there and using that as my motivation. Um, it's, it's just, con and, and it's taking every failure, every letdown, every place where you fall, sh fell short and allowing that to be your motivation rather than your reason to not. Um, and again, like, that's just like, I have this, i I'm proud of like the killer instinct I have within me. Like I fucking go hard and I'm proud of that. And sometimes I don't know how to teach that, but like, I do, I do think that you can find it within you. I think what's important about what you just said is that like, you don't always wake up with the motivation. 
Yeah. Like sometimes you have to get into a place where like you have to find it. Yeah, for sure. And so I think, I think the message there is like always challenging yourself to find it and not wait. Like when on the days when you wake up and you don't want to, like don't let that sit with you all day. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So, um, I respect your time and I am so thankful for you getting on here with me. Um, I just have one like last kind of, it's going to be really broad question, but if you could, if you could give somebody any tip, whether it's a life tip or a building a business tip or a building an empire tip, like what is the one message that you want to leave this podcast with? Hmm. I think that as I sit here and get ready to do something that scares me. Um, and in, in honor of trying to speak up for being a part of a solution in what's going on in our world today, I challenge everybody to not let fear stop them. And I think a lot of times people look at me I've noticed in my squad, they look at me as as a fearless leader. And that is just simply not the case. (laughs) I am scared every time I step on a call. I'm, I have a fear in me, even still, every time I make a post, I have a fear in me every time I start a live class. Like there is a fear there that never goes away because I care and I want to be the best I can be. But if I let fear stop me, if, if I thought, okay, once I get to the point of being confident enough here, I'll do this, then I wouldn't be where I am today. And I wouldn't be able to make the impact that I'm able to make. So my, what I would like to leave everyone with is that if you're letting fear or ego stop you from doing the things you know you're capable of, then you're being selfish because there's someone out there that needs you exactly the way you are right now. They don't need me. They don't need Sydney. They need you exactly the way that you are. And if you don't show up the way you know you can, you are being selfish. And I have to, I have to constantly coach myself through that. Um, and I just think courage is not the absence of fear. It's doing it even, even though it's there. So. I love that. I think that's so perfect. And I think so many people need to hear that. Um, so that's, that's a perfect note to end this on. So again, thank you so much for getting on here and this is not going to make any sense to you, but, uh, the letter of the day is E as in (laughs) excellent as in, um, what else starts with an E, um, uh, enough (laughs) letter of the day for this word search is going to be E. So if you are doing the word search for the gift card, um, make sure that you write down the letter E. So, Uh, Thank you so much for hopping on here and doing this with me. I really, really, really appreciate it. And uh, I know that this is going to make an impact. And I, I just want you to know that I have loved watching your journey over the last couple of years and you have made an impact on me um, and on so many people. I have literally, I've shown you to so many people. Like I've been like, Oh no, I love her. She, you need to follow her. You need to follow her. Your, your work is amazing. So Last thing, um, where can everybody find you on social media? So I am at turn up with Tansy, T-A-N-C-I, um, on Instagram and on YouTube and yeah. 
And I'll link oh, everything in the description. My website is turnupwithtnc.com. So that's easy. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. And um, oh, thank you. Of course. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for having me. Of course.